Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. With everyone shouting, buy the dip, I think it's a good time to bring up the fact that the old mantra says, buy low and sell high. However, if you've noticed that the title of this episode is actually the opposite. That was not a typo. That was not a mistake. That was actually intentional. And today I'm going to explain why the old mantra is not always true. Common sense says buy when crypto is low and sell it when it is high. Pretty much every single investing guru or financial advisor will tell you that. Do not buy at the top of the market, although no one really knows when the top is, but you can get a general feeling of when a bubble is happening or when the prices are just running away, and that is not the best time to buy. Even in the housing market, people will say it is a good time to rent. This is a renter's market. Do not buy and wait until the prices come down or something happens in the economy or the market just changes in general. Well, on yesterday's episode, I simplified why Everything is just dumping in the crypto market. All the prices are coming down. However, today is not a promo to buy more crypto or hold on to the NFTs that you have. I'm going to tell you this is a perfect time to sell if you are the creator of NFTs. Major caveat there. So not just everyone should sell during this time, but someone who is actually creating and selling to the public. This is probably the best time to sell. Would you agree that more people will be in the market when an NFT is selling for $200 than $400? Now, I know there are lots of factors why that could possibly be the whole psychology of pricing, seeing if something is really worth it, the exclusivity, is it too low, does that mean the project is failing? All those things could go in there. But generally speaking, the lower the price, the more people that will be in the market to buy it. And just to give you an example, we're not just looking at the U.S. market or Canada or the U.K. We're looking at the worldwide market. And the difference between $200 and $400 in Jamaica, for example, could be the difference between two weeks pay and four weeks pay. So that is a big jump. So when we're looking at the worldwide income and people buying from all corners of the world, different levels of development as far as their country and all those things, there's going to be a lot more people in the market at $200. And let's face it, the average person does not have a huge bag of crypto just stashed away. They're just dabbling in the space. Maybe they come in, they make a purchase, they go to an exchange for when they see a particular NFT that they want. Or if there's someone who is really getting into the NFT space, they might have a plan to just tuck away a few dollars each paycheck or whatever it might be. But generally speaking, most people aren't sitting on a huge war chest of crypto and swimming around in it like Scrooge McDuck, that old cartoon. No, most people, as I said, are tiptoeing in this thing and they're buying as needed because their expenses, their daily life and all those other things are factored in. And they're just using their disposable income to purchase crypto. And in addition, NFTs. And if you don't believe this is true, just go into a Discord and see all the questions from newbies that come into the space for a particular project and they're getting ready to mint and they're asking questions such as, how do I get my crypto out of the exchange because there is a 10-day hold or a 14-day hold? Or how can I possibly transfer money from my bank account to my MetaMask or my Phantom Wallet or anything of that nature within the next 24 hours? You'll see strings and strings of questions like that. These are people that did not have crypto. They don't have anything stored up and they're literally coming into the space for this particular mint. It was whatever marketing spaces, whatever it is, maybe they heard from a friend. That's what's drawing them into Web3. 
And I often say that NFTs are a gateway for a lot of people into this stuff, and even myself. It wasn't until the utility of smart contracts and seeing NFTs and collecting and doing all those things that really showed me the value of the blockchain. And I even admitted that, hey, maybe I'm just late and I couldn't see the value in it, but most people are not in this space and they're doing the same thing. They're coming in specifically for that mint. So when prices are low, just like we're seeing right now, there's one of two things that's going to happen. Either more people will come into the market, they'll make the jump and say, wow, you know what? This is only going to take $200 worth of ETH, Soul, whatever it might be. A week ago, it would have been double that or some other significant value more. So if I'm going to jump into the space, this is the best time while everything is low. Their friends and people that have been in the space for a little bit longer will say, yeah, everything is crazy right now. This is a great time to come in. So they get that reaffirmation and they're ready to come in now. And so either you're going to see that more people come in to buy or the people that are already in there, instead of minting one, they're going to mint two. Or instead of two, they're going to mint four and so forth. Either way, more NFTs are going to be sold. Now, this is highly optimistic in assuming that, yes, this is a well-thought-out project or an art piece or whatever, and there is demand for that already. So when crypto dips, generally speaking, that if there is a huge demand for the thing, the demand is still going to be there. It's just that now more people can afford it. Before, you'd have all those people grinding in discords or trying to get free contests or whatever it might be, inviting people to the, come to this project, but, but they're still priced out of it. Most people that make a whitelist still can't afford to mint it. So a huge percentage of those are never actually redeemed, claimed, or minted. However, when the market is down, more people can get into it, and a higher percentage of that, in theory, should be minted. And I know there are other considerations, like some people might be fearful looking where the market's going and just don't want to jump into anything, but hardcore excited people that just want to get into it, even if this is their first one, they're so enthusiastic that yes, they're not going to let that opportunity miss them because they were so excited this is going to be their first mint and they're ready to go. And most likely when it is their first one, they spend a lot more time researching it, a lot more time in the discord, and it plays on the psychology. There is a sunken cost fallacy, meaning that the more someone invests into something, they're less likely to back away from it, even when things are going wrong. And that's not just with dollars, that's also with time. You think about when someone has a old beat up car and they're fixing it and all the amount of times they went to the shop, everyone's saying, well, why don't you just get a new car? You're putting way more into the car than it is worth. It's because They've invested so much into it that they don't want to part ways with it. And a lot of times this could be in bad relationships. They could be in investments, businesses, a job that someone absolutely hates, but they're saying, no, I don't want to work away from this. This is 10 years of my life. I have a promotion coming up and all these different things, but they hate the company. They hate the job. They're just not satisfied. However, in their mind, they don't want to get rid of that time. Well, the same thing actually happens. The psychology goes into when it comes to a mint or buying an NFT. If someone spends all that time grinding and they're in the discord and they're working hard to get this, even though it is their first mint and the market now looks shaky, they're thinking in their head, well, you know what? I've already invested so much of my life into this project that more likely than not, they're still going to mint it. And when the price goes down like this, all the crypto crashes, well, it gives them the opportunity to really get in at a quote unquote sale or a bargain. So how does that support the whole title of this thing? Sell low, buy high? Well, the creator by selling in these downtimes is opening up to a larger percentage of the market that otherwise would be priced out of the action. And in return, that creator is actually going to get a lot more tokens, whether it's ETH, Soul, Wax, anything to get to that mint price. 
because let's say only 30% of it would have minted out before because a lot of people can't afford it. Well, now it's going to go up to 50% or anything else just because more people are available in the market and able to buy. Whatever the numbers are, there's going to be a bump. And I'm not going to say it's going to instantly sell out during these horrible times. No, that's not what I'm saying. But it is not the end of the world. And in fact, in many cases, it is good news. So what about the veterans? Is this like a terrible time to buy then since I'm saying this whole thing when a buyer is coming into this space is a great time to actually buy that crypto and buy all of these discounted NFTs. For example, over this weekend, instead of just using the funds that I had on hand, what I did is I bought more ETH at this lower price, sent that to the wallet and made the purchase. So in theory, I'm actually purchasing it at a lower cost because the ETH that I already had in my wallet was purchased at a higher cost. Now, I know that might sound a little complicated and convoluted, but just think of it this way. After recording this, I noticed I have to insert one little piece in here, and this is where I'm going to put it. It's important to know your average acquisition cost. It is an average of all the tokens that you purchased, right? So, although you might have one ETH, if you purchased half of it at $4,000 and half of it at $2,000, that actually averages out to $3,000. But let's say you had half an ETH or 0.5 ETH sitting in your wallet that you purchased at $4,000. Well, if you go out and you buy an NFT for 0.5, essentially you just pay $2,000 for that NFT. However, if you funded that wallet with a half an ETH at that lower price of $2,000, it brings down your average cost. And I know I said focus on the native currency and not the dollar, but I'm actually speaking about funding your wallet. And this actually works with stocks or anything of that nature. You do your average cost to get into the position and buying more while the prices are low actually brings down that average. But that's as deep as I'm going to go into that right now. So what's all this nonsense about buying high? Well, as a creator, if you are selling your NFTs during these low times and collecting whatever tokens it might be, well, when something goes for sale, those same tokens that you're holding have a lot more purchasing power. So if the market rebounds and goes back to that $4,000, when other people are pricing their NFTs to be put on the market, they're going to put that into consideration. And on many platforms, someone can actually sell their NFT by pegging it to the US dollar. For example, on Rally and on Wax, you can do that. So if someone sets that price to be pegged to the dollar, while purchasing while the price of that token is very high, actually requires you to spend less tokens. So going back to my same example before of $200 and $400, when I initially asked that question, more people would be in the market at the $200, correct? Well, if you sold your NFT at that low $200 price in whatever token it converts out to be, and someone is later on selling in that same currency an NFT that is pegged to a US dollar, well, when the price goes up of the token, you're actually going to require less token to make that purchase. Does that make sense? Well, let me use a simple number of one soul. A couple days ago, soul was around $90 for one. Now it's in the $60 range. So if I sold some NFTs for one soul at $60 and the price goes up to $120, so it's doubling. And for whatever reason, someone has their sale pegged to $100, well, in that case, it's going to require less soul in order to purchase that NFT. So you're buying while the cryptocurrency is high and you're selling while it is low. 
that might seem very counterproductive. However, it just means that it has more purchasing power and you're looking at what you can actually get for it. Now, I would love to know, was that confusing? I know it sounds so counterproductive, but if you actually put this on paper, listen to this episode, play it back again, and work out the figures and actually see it before you, you'll be able to see that it actually does make sense. And it's not just for clickbait and it's not just trying to get attention. It literally works out. And how I actually learned this, I'm going to give credit where credit is due. I heard this initially from Crypto Stash in the Wax community. And at first when he said this, I was like, wait, what? What did he just say? He was just doing a live stream and I thought he literally made a mistake. And I sat there and I thought about it and they're going through this whole live stream and speaking. It's like that was just stuck in my head. I'm like, wait a minute. He just said it backwards and then he repeated it again. And I said, what? He said it again. It definitely was not a mistake. So with that said, after like really looking at it and breaking it down and I had to put it on paper and I was trying to hear what he was saying but because the old adage of buy low sell high is stuck in my head I was not thinking of it as the standpoint of the creator or how that actually benefits you when you are getting the token while the value was low and then it pumps up so it, it is just one of those things that it's either you have to listen to this again and play it again and let it marinate or you have to just put it on paper write down these figures and numbers and just play with it you'll actually see does make sense from a creator standpoint to sell low, buy high. But unfortunately, what we're seeing on the market is just some crazy things right now. We're seeing people literally slash listings in half while the price of the token is falling down. And it just makes no sense to me. For example, I'm looking at one of these Chibi Galaxies right now. I collect those, absolutely love them. And I see that two months ago, someone put one on sale for 0.5 ETH. So that's a good amount while things were still up. Then about a month ago, it was lower to 0.49, so just under that 0.5, so basically the same. Then 11 days ago, as the market was falling, the price of crypto was falling, the price was lower to 0.18. Then, of course, all the madness that ensued today, or I should say yesterday because I'm recording this overnight, the prices absolutely fell for all crypto. If you listen to yesterday's episode, as I said, I really go into that. But this person then lowers the price of this NFT to 0.065. And that is absolutely ridiculous. I don't know what's going on in their life, so let me take that back. Maybe this person really needs the liquidity and has to get their cash, but lowering it that much, especially this particular one, honestly, I think it would be better that this person tries to max out their credit card or borrow it from someone for a couple weeks or something because this is the worst time to slash the sale price from 0.18 to 0.065. And looking at this NFT, it is probably worth that 0.18. So I can only wish them the best. But anywho, I would love to know, what are your thoughts on all of this? Please feel free to shoot me a message over at Tropic Vibes on Twitter if you have any questions. If this seems confusing to you, was this too many numbers? I would love to know. Just some feedback as to see if this is the type of thing that you don't mind hearing or is it too much numbers for you or what? But as usual, I just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this stuff as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.